The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's enemies will be those of his household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever receives a righteous man because he is righteous will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because he is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he surely will not lose his reward. When Jesus finished giving these commands to his 12 disciples, he went away from that place to teach and to preach in their towns. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. At first, Jesus' words in the Gospel today will seem incredibly strange counterintuitive, and indeed perhaps even uh, just downright contradictory to the message that we know uh, about Christ. He says, I have come to bring not peace, but the sword, and that one's enemies will be of their household, father against son, mother against daughter, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, conflict discord, disunity. I thought Jesus wants peace. I thought Jesus wants our families to be united. Why would the proclamation of his kingdom, of his gospel, do this, make one's enemies within their own household? On further reflection, though, it's no secret, perhaps, that we Uh, can tell as we reflect on our own families that the gospel kind of actually does seem to create some kind of division within. The question is why? Why does the gospel seemingly create conflict and disunity and discord? Well, it's not because of the message itself, but rather because of the way people receive it. And this is really what Jesus is pointing out about himself. Some receive the gospel fully in our family. Others maybe only want the gospel as a one-hour obligation on Sunday. And some will even have hostile rejection of it altogether within our very core family 
our own children, perhaps, even, our own spouse, our parents, perhaps, at some point, could hostilely uh, reject the gospel. And so then it kind of creates a, a, what appears to be discord and, and, unity and disunity. Why would the gospel create discord, disunity? Well, the gospel does not create it. Uh, rather, in truth, it reveals it, doesn't it? It reveals that there is discord, disunity, dysfunction, brokenness already existing in the family. However, that discord, that disunity, that brokenness cannot be healed until it's revealed. And so in that case, the gospel is like a good doctor who diagnoses the illness, unpacks it, unveils it. When our doctor tells us that uh, we are sick, we don't turn back to the doctor and say, you made me sick, what's your issue? Rather, we, we humbly ask the doctor, well, what do I have to do to become better, to heal? So too, should this be how we approach the doctor of our souls, who unveils the brokenness, the disunity, the discord within ourselves and within our families. Jesus, help us to get better.